0: Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hi, I'm Christine McBride with Rethink Retail, and I'm here with Corin Dennison, who is the Director of Profit Protection Retail Risk. Corin, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Could you tell us about your extensive background in law enforcement and security and how it informs your current role?
1: Yeah, so uh, very fortunate. had a very uh, varied career, 20 year career in law enforcement in the UK uh, with some international policing and some secondments with some key functions such as a football association and also with the foreign office. Transitioning then out of that, I I went to work for a luxury retail brand in in London as a head of corporate investigation. So a a kind of segue out of policing, but very much using my investigative skill set. And then 10 years ago, I transitioned from that into effectively big box retail sportswear retailing. I think if you come from law enforcement, you're always going to have an investigative mindset. We used to call it the why child, always asking why. And that really forms the foundation of coming into risk because risk professionals are all about asking why, what's the cause of risk, where does the risk exist? And then how can I mitigate risk? So for sure, I think it builds up. There's, there's levels of confidence in there. We're drawing on communication skills, tactical, communication sometimes interviewing influencing coercing all of those things because i think for most organizations particularly in retail risk is a back of house function it it often is assumed but not uh not really appreciated how much effort goes in to keeping retail safe and i wouldn't say risk-free but but at a lower risk than it could otherwise be at so a varied a varied uh, amount of skills formulated into what now becomes, yeah, I guess a risk professional with an appreciation of retail. Interesting, somebody actually asked me not so long ago, Corin, are you a security risk professional first for a retailer second? And it, it made me think because actually, I've been in retail now for probably 12 years and would consider myself to be a retail operations experts.
0: What do you see as the biggest challenges facing the retail industry in terms of risk management and security? And how do you think companies could address these challenges?
1: I mean, the foundation of any good uh, risk program is, is really to have your policies, your processes mapped out and to understand where your risk is. I think the challenge for retailers in this ever-changing world is not going back to the default position of it must be theft, it must be fraud, it must be shoplifters. The risk landscape has changed dramatically. And if if COVID taught us anything, it taught us that actually the risk came in. Did we have physical capabilities? Did we have online capabilities? And retailers that didn't have online were then clearly at a disadvantage when all the stores were closed. So I think having a good foundation of governance and compliance is the starting point. The second one really is having good people. I often used to say that a, a risk analyst is worth 10 operators because the devil is in the detail. I mean, retail is detail. So if you think about when you approach risk, you've got good policies, you've got good people, and then being bold enough to really connect with retail. You know, when we talk about fluid retail, seamless retailing, frictionless retailing, that often isn't conducive to a a very robust compliance framework. You know, because compliance has checkpoints, it has sometimes barriers. And retail is all about having no barriers. But if you have no barriers and no friction, then you compromise sometimes on some of the control. So I think having that mindset that allows you to be so connected to the organization. I often say, you know, risk professionals should be enabling, not disabling. Our job is to allow retail to trade, not to say you can't trade because that's not, that's counterproductive to everybody. And yeah, and and, and be innovative. You know retail is innovative digitization risk plays a part in all of those areas there's risk everywhere so actually embrace it and bring risk professionals closer don't kind of leave them on the sidelines and almost call them when it's too late because then you've got more work to do
0: what are some of the latest developments in tech and trends in the retail security industry that you've seen now and also since the pandemic
1: I mean, there's a couple of things since the pandemic which i think has mixed things up clearly Available resource on the shop floor is becoming more challenging. I was in the U S recently and many retailers are hiring and and struggling to do so. And that impacts your, the ability to serve customers and it then impacts the other elements of your operations. So I think that's a, a definite challenge in terms of trading. Obviously when, again, when COVID was here, physical retail was closed, online retail then kind of carried the weight and there was a shift in behaviors. When we talk about online risk, I often say there's a heavy focus on payment risk. And we do that very well, you know, have we got the money? The challenge now is that most of that risk has gone post transactional. So it's, it's not during the payment, it's afterwards. So for example, returns fraud, which is now becoming a big topic for many retailers. Um, regulating, is the product coming back? Did we receive the product? Are we gonna give the consumer their money back before we get the product back? Uh, all of those things, are, I think, are starting to formulate into, I wouldn't call it a perfect storm, but definitely a storm. And of course, we've always focused on physical. So to be a digital risk professional is, again, becoming challenging. So we need to adapt and, you know, we need to add other things to our portfolio. So definitely, I think returns fraud is, is a big one. And again, you know, we think about the, the physical workspace are our, our stats. You know, violence against uh, retail employees has increased, I think, between 35 to 40% in certain markets. And that's significant, particularly when that level of violence is ultimately going to fatalities. I think only last week there was a gentleman uh, working at Home Depot in the US who was shocked, dead. So again, as risk professionals, we're trying to facilitate safe trading for our consumers. We're trying to facilitate safe trading for our, our, our staff and our employees and also for our business. And all of that requires again a balance some controls you know do we put security guards do we put body cameras the body cameras really contribute towards the customer experience maybe not but do our cons- do our employees feel safer with body cams that allow them to serve customers so yeah it's a it's a kind of a mix and, and, and really finding the sweet spot where you can achieve all those things I think as professionals what we definitely do is we need not to look at our at this issue through the lens of the retailer by themselves. This requires networking. It requires collaboration with other retailers. We have to come together because we share these risks. That consumer doesn't go to one particular location. They shop across multiple verticals and multiple retailers. And we have to ensure that actually we share best practice to become robust as a retail organization or an entity rather than just a single retailer.
0: And finally, what are the technologies that you're most excited about in risk management?
1: Well, one of my passions is consumer analytics. I think, again, being able to deliver consumer analytics through what is traditionally a security function, like CCTV, is very exciting. I mean, we often said 95% of all CCTV material is never looked at. But if you think of the cost of a CCTV system, it is huge. And why do we have it there? Primarily, we have it there for safety, security, to be able to look back at what happens. But that 95%, how valuable is that to other stakeholders like retail operations, visual merchandising, activations teams? You know, what did the consumer do? Did they come in the store? What did they touch? Where did they go? So I think that's a really exciting technology. And I think what it also does, it amplifies and enhances the value of risk. Because who would have ever guessed that a risk professional would be selling consumer analytics to stakeholders, which then ultimately gives insights, to better retailing, which drives sales. You know, it's who would have thought that? The other one I think is self-checkout. We've played around with self-checkout a lot as as retailers. Some like it, some don't. Does the consumer want it? My only call out here is, we talk about consumer-centricity a lot. We need to keep, though, asking the consumer, do they really want it? You know, another app on your phone, another piece of digitization in a store, is there a risk of overload? So we need to keep going back to that consumer, engaging with them through NPS or through speaking to them or through membership to say, what would you like? Because maybe there's there's a day when a retailer, when a consumer will say, I'd love to walk into a grocery store and have my fruit packed into a brown paper bag and leave. Now, if you look at that, we're talking about kind of going back to open all hours, you know, uh, mentality of the sixties and seventies, but that might be the way it goes. So we should always listen to the consumer if we really, really believe that they are at the heart of everything.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at slash podcast guest. That's slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time,